We are taking our time. This is actually part 10 of this, believe it or not. It wasn't, didn't know whether it reached this or not. If we can get hold of what the Lord thinks of us, what he has done for us, then we will have a, a strength to hold on to in times of weariness and trial. Hebrews 4, verse 14, saying then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted, like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let's pray. Father, just want to thank you for every single person that you have brought into this place. And we ask you, Lord, to meet every single person right at the point of their need. You're an infinite source, Lord. And we ask you, Father, that you would mantle yourself upon this house and upon this people, that you would glorify your name. We love your Son, the Lord Jesus. And we ask it for his glory. We give you thanks. Amen. If you remember, I'm sure you do, the title of this series is Old Covenant Sympathy and New Covenant Empathy. The theme of it is that as Almighty God, God knows you, knows all about you. We'll look at that. There may be a, a, another week in this. We'll see how we get on from this morning. But as Almighty God, he knows you, everything about you. We hear it from our children and we know, but it's to get it into us. As Almighty God, he knows you, everything about you. But as man, he understands you. He understands everything about you. He understands the weaknesses we have. He understands, and that's why He's so merciful and gracious and compassionate, loving and kind to us. So old covenant sympathy is that God, always the same God, the one true living God, not two gods in the old and the new, but the same God, he reveals himself through scripture, showing us his great love, showing Israel his great love as he goes along. Right to this day, he shows his great love, but he manifested showing empathy, understanding our flesh, understanding our weaknesses when he became flesh and died in the person of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Empathy was to walk in someone else's shoes, to walk in someone else's shoes. So think this morning and what is that road that you're traveling Speaking of uh, the, the, the circumstance that's maybe come your way. Something that's maybe happened to you. What is that pain in your body that you're suffering? What is that report from the doctors that you've received? What is that? What is that time when you fell away in your heart and feel you cannot return to God for he might cast you out? 
And rather all the time, God is inviting us to come in everything. He's not casting us away. He's inviting us to come. He's calling us to come. And he's drawing us. So what is it? In your own personal, forget about someone else. For you, I'm thinking of me, you think of you. What is it that it's in you that's besetting you, coming against you? That's pain in your body or whatever. God knows exactly where you are, what you're thinking. He knows all about you. But as man, he fully understands what your pain is like. He fully understands what weakness is like. Fully understands what loss and to the sense of a loved one is like. Losing as it were. That's a wrong word. That's a wrong word. Forgive me. Giving his son, but in the sense of death coming upon him. That's the sense. He understands all of that. He understands what tiredness and weariness is like. And we'll look at it again. And he understands completely you this morning. And he just keeps loving you. Loving you through it. Can I be, can I be a bit personal with you here just for a moment? Just, this is just something personal. So it's not to transcentralize anything on me. But I feel to give you this this morning may help. Hopefully all of us or some of us. I woke up at 4.30 this morning. I'd had a dream. Actually, it was more like a nightmare. I dreamt I met my daddy. When I dreamt it, I dreamt he died in my arms. 4.30 this morning. I was trying to pray over him. Nothing was happening. And he just died in my arms. Couldn't really sleep. I tossed and turned. And I got up and was in my study and I was out and I was walking around. And, and under my study desk I have files of my father's, my dad's writings. He used to write poems and there were quite a few published and he wrote a book. And there's these piles of them in folders he had all neatly typed out. And he typed them out on, a, on an old typewriter, you know the old heavy key thing one finger at a time there must be millions of words in it he typed them all out and his finger used to be aching one finger doing it all and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking about them and I'm just, I'm just annoyed and when you read through the poems that he had written which I'd heard some of them but I didn't know Quite a number of them. Some of them through different times in his life. And he'd written a little verse about two or three lines, just the very the very evening of my mother dying, he wrote this little verse about her. And it was heart wrenching. And then he wrote about other situations in his life. And I was sitting there and I said, Lord, this is this is my daddy's heart. He had written poems about uh, grandchildren and he had written poems about uh, different events in his life. And 
He had written things, just his heart, his mind on the page. Sat this morning and I was thinking, you know, I felt there was a bit of him with me. Right there and then, because that's his writing. That's his heart. That's his mind. As you're looking at it, you can see, you can almost, and, and I said in brackets, you know what I mean when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to be mystical here now, but you almost sense they're with you. In other words, you've there's something captured in it that it, it's, his, it's his very heart that I never even knew before. And he was my dad, you know, he's my daddy. And I never knew this man like this way before, but I knew so much about him growing up with him being my father raising me. And I read this, and this is all fresh revelation to me. And I felt the Lord say something to me. He says, son, when you go to my word, and you read my word, he says, you understand this. But that is my heart. So we want okay. In fact, is he okay? As long as he's okay, that's right. That's okay, as long as we're okay. Here's what the Lord said to me. That's my heart. When you read my words, son, you need to see that that's my heart for you. But this time it's not as if I'm with you, but my spirit is within you. The very heart of my heavenly daddy, Abba. Very heart of God is in his children. And when we read his word, he says, Now that's my writings. That's my heart for you. That's what I am like for you. And it just broke me this morning and I thought, You know, Lord, you're just so good to me. You're just so gracious to me and kind. He would give me this wonderful book. And his word would be Almighty God, our great eternal Heavenly Father, would put his heart through the pen, as it were, of man, inspired to give it to me personally, that I can take this and, and catch the very heart of my Father again. That is my heavenly father. And what does he say to me? What does he say to you this morning? When we look at his writings, his heart, this book tells us of not only a way of life, but tells us of a great redemption and a wonderful salvation. And this book has left me to, uh, that he, he is, it's not just a book, it's him It's him, it's all of him, who he is, all about him, on a page as it were, in my hand, sitting in front of me, now in my heart, that I can know wherever I am, that my father's heart is with me, right here. 
that he not only knows me, he says, son, I understand you. Here to be called to the throne of grace, here is the Father's heart. Here is your heavenly Father, Abba's will. Abba, really our closest word is Daddy. Jesus cried, Abba, Father. He cries, my Daddy, Father. And Abba's endearing term were, my children don't say, excuse me, Father. They call me Dad, Daddy. Because of the relationship. And here is his word, his will. It's written, it's down. He says, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what condition you're in, no matter what state you're in, no matter what besets you, no matter your fears, your worries, your hurts, your anxieties, he says, everything is found in my writings. Everything is found in my book. And this morning, if you're sitting with something in your body, healing, if you need a touch from God, look and see what your father says about it. Look and see what he says in his word about you. We need correction or we need direction or we need help in whatever circumstance and situation. Look and see the Father's heart for us. This morning he says to you, come boldly or with full assurance and knowledge to the throne of grace and you'll obtain mercy and you'll find help. I want to look just briefly. Because he has become flesh, I want to look at how we are so connected. That is how we are fully in God right now. Let me say it again. I want you to get it. Because this is God's word. This is God's way. This is God's will. This is his heart. Your father's heart for you this morning is that you... Brother, you sister, who are in Christ, means you are fully, completely connected to God, no matter how you feel this morning. Hebrews 4 and 15 tells us, he is our great high priest. Notice that, that Jesus is our great high priest. And the high priest was the one who prayed For Israel as though their sins were his sins. And applied the blood upon the Ark of the Covenant. And the mercy seat. Or the seat of propitiation. So we're told this morning in Hebrews 4.15 of the Lord God Almighty who became flesh. Who walked in human form. Who went about doing good. Who died for our sins. And who was, ro- who, ro- who was raised again for our justification. Ascended into heaven. And is seated at the right hand of the majesty on high. We're told that he is our great high priest. So he as it were would pray for us as though our sins were his. Because he took our sins in his own body on the tree. So we're fully connected to the Father in Christ this morning. When you go to pray, brother, when you go to pray, sister, and try and try and and catch the, the, 
the heart of your father maybe that you haven't had revealed to you before. Like me sitting in my study this morning, looking at those poems, finding out more about my own earthly father that I ever knew, and now he's gone. We're always learning and finding out about our own heavenly father, and we always will be until that glorious day when we're brought fully into his presence. Try and take it on board this morning that wherever you are in this meeting and when you go home or you're on your way to work or you're in your workplace or you're at a shopping mall or you're walking down the street, you are there and then and at all times fully and totally connected to Almighty God. You're not trying to pray it up to try and get a sensation of God about you before you try and pray for someone you see sick. You're not trying to feel better before you go and witness the gospel for Christ. You're already, you've already been given everything that you need in him. Everything. No matter how you feel or what you think. You're fully in God. For your life is hid with God in Christ. And you're seated in Christ. In other words, where he is, there you are. And where you are, there he is. And we're all joined in one spirit. That is the great eternal spirit, our Father. He is in us and through us all who have received him. But Christ here. In Hebrews 4 and 15, he's our great high priest. Turn with me to first epistle of John, please. It's just across the page, a little, a few page or two. First epistle of John. Listen to what it says in first John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. See the word advocate there. Do you know what the word for it is? It's a word parakletos. And the word parakletos is the word given in John chapter 14, 15 and 16. For the Holy Ghost. In other words, what we're being told here, the word here, it's a passive word in the Greek, which means here we're told that this word for advocate, parakletos, is that Jesus is the man in the glory, the man standing before the Father, the right hand of the majesty on high. He's in a place of power and full authority. And it means he is bringing you as though he were in a courtroom to stand beside you to plead your cause. It means one called alongside. One called alongside in order to help. And so Jesus is called, as it were, as, a, as an advocate, like a lawyer or a barrister in a courtroom. And every time you feel I can't, and every time you feel I don't know the heart of God for me, you just need to have a confidence and full assurance that he is the one who stands in the glory That he is the one who is your advocate. That he's the advocate who stands at the right hand of God, interceding, as it were, on your behalf. 
And so when we talk about the Holy Spirit who was given, when the Holy Spirit came and he infills every born-again life, every Christian, Christ is speaking on our behalf there. The Holy Spirit is with us and in us here. And one is to uh, produce Christ in your life, which is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost produces Christ in our life. So in other words, we are fully and totally connected to God. Because we've got the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is fully and totally connected with the Father. So in and through that comes the one and self-same God, the eternal, the eternal Spirit. So wherever you are, I can't. You can. If I pray and nothing happens, you just carry out the commission and leave it up to God. I've prayed for people and nothing has happened. I've prayed for loved ones and seen them pass on. But I've also prayed for others and they have been healed of their affliction. And what about that one or that other one? What about the man in the street and the woman there who's trapped in vices? And what if we don't witness and I can't? You can. Because you have one in the heavens and he flows from the throne right down and through and into you this morning. You can. You can. People tend to think it just takes a pastor or a minister or someone specially called. Not at all. (laughs) No way. You can. Notice what else I want you to look at for a moment here. You can turn to it if you wish, but Isaiah, the prophet, I'm going to turn to it, and if you want to, you can. Turn to Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah 59. Let your eye run down to verse 16. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness It sustained him. God was looking for men and women to stand against an evil tide in Israel. God was looking for men and women to stand up and be counted for the law and the word and the ways of the Lord. God was looking for men in Israel to stand up and say, I will intercede on their behalf. But when he looked, everyone was the same. They felt they couldn't. The priests had went corrupt. They had brought in all false worship. So where did they go from there? God had to raise someone up. He raised up prophets. And they prophesied to the nation. But God, to save us, had to raise someone up and none were worthy. So he came himself. 
He came himself. And he came in the person of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says there was no man. And he wondered there was no intercessor. Therefore, the arm brought salvation unto him. God himself, the right arm as it were of God, clothed in flesh. Jesus himself brought that salvation. Now here we have intercessory, someone standing in the gap, being connected to God. And now in the new covenant, we have the Holy Ghost in us and he's raising up intercessors. He's raising up men and women. He's raising up a people who will know their gods and do exploits for him, who will be willing to stand and stand up and step forth and proclaim the gospel of saving grace, keeping power, and will also be doing the four square. Savior, healer, baptizer, and coming king. That this kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That we are the intercessors of God. We now are in Christ and as he is there, so are we on earth. And we're to go out and we're going out around the neighborhoods to preach the word. We're going out to pray for the sick. We have to go out and reach the lost. And when you go out, you're going out fully charged and connected to almighty God. Christians don't get this. They don't realize that. There was a band competition here last night. Come up and we watched a few. We came back from uh, Ballantoy, that youth camp. Myself and Mark were there and we're walking down. There's two women standing at the wall on the right hand side. And there were people everywhere and bands were bashing and clanging and playing the flutes and walking past and there's this woman there and she came to the tent and she had an irreversible chronic heart disease. Mark could tell you the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. But anyhow, it was an irreversible heart disease. She came up for prayer at the healing line and her count, the way the count goes for this, she was in an in a, extreme danger where she could go any time. She's seen this last thing. She says, from the from the time at the tent that I received prayer, it has reversed. Starting to reverse and go back. It actually went back automatically and she's going for more tests. And there's another girl there, a sort of near face, but there with bands going, playing their flutes, the big drums going off and the side drums. I said, let us pray. They must have thought we were mental. Now four of us stood with our arms around each other, praying for the healing, the complete healing of this woman. God can hear your prayer over the beat of a drum. God can hear your prayer over the sound of many flutes. And that woman was in need of more of him. And her need overtook her embarrassment. And she was just too glad to meet us. First she called us. Is that right? Mark was there. And we stood with our arms around them praying. And people full of drink looking at us as if we're mad. You see, no matter where you are, you're connected to God. 
Jordy Walker was prayed for here two weeks ago, weren't you, Jordy? And Jordy Walker has taken stuff for breathing at night and sitting up with four pillows, can't lie down. Jordy, can I say this? Is that okay? Jordy had a, a growth in his lung. We stood here and we prayed. From that morning, when we stood here and prayed, Jordy Walker has taken his pillows away and is laying flat on his back. No breathing stuff. He's been taking pains, chronic pains in his back and lung. No more pain. It's all gone. Jesus is worthy. Not right, Jordy. Chronic pain for him. You see, we're connected to God. And if it fails, well, look, I don't get the glory when he's healed, so I'm not going to take the condemnation when he's not. It's like the wee boy walking along the beach. And there was millions of starfish on the beach, and a man stands watching this wee boy lifting the starfish and running down to the tide and throwing a starfish into the sea. And he runs back and he gets another starfish and he runs out to the sea and he throws a starfish into the sea and he runs back and he gets another one and he throws it into the sea and he keeps doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And the more the wee boy does it, the man is intrigued and he makes his way down and he says, son, son, stop. He says, look, it doesn't matter. You'll never save them all. And the wee boy picked up a starfish. He says, it matters to that one. It matters to that one. It matters to the man you're reaching and the woman. It matters to the child. It matters to the parents. It matters to those people. We need to care that it matters. Say, I am a child of God. Stepping out in sonship and daughtership. Sonship means men and women. But he is more than able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all we could ever ask or think of him. You see, he is the mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus, in other words, as he is, so am I. And the Father sees me as him and through him. So then I go out and I say, I pray in Jesus' name. Authority. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. What does my daddy say? He has left me as it were. A great big book of poems as it were. A love song from cover to cover. To tell me what he thinks of me. What he thinks of you. Get the spirit of your father. Oh father like he tends and spares us. Well our feeble frame he knows. Margaret, would you play that for me a second? We'll, we'll sing that. I'm not finished yet. Let's, would you play it for me, please? Ruth, would you help her? Praise his name. Praise my soul, the King of heaven. To his feet, his tri- tribute bring. Listen, I remember I used to sing that in school and I thought, I got a stupid old hymn. I used to think, what does that mean? See, when you think of the words, ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like thee his praise should sing. Let's stand and sing this.